get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. We always enjoy talking to our buddy Jay Delsing. Jay De- uh, golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings at 9 here on 101 ESPN. And, of course, this is U.S. Open time. It's Father's Day weekend, so we've got the U.S. Open going on at Torrey Pines. Jay paying close attention to that, of course. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Doing great, guys. Good morning to you all. All right. Uh, I want to start with this. Who do you think is going to win the U.S. Open? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, um, I'm going to still go with John Rahm. I've got a. I don't know why. I, I know he loves the golf course. I do know why he's playing extremely well, and got kind of. Um, boy, I don't even know how to describe what happened at you know Memorial when he got um, told that he had to withdraw with a six-stroke lead. So uh, he knows the golf course well. He's young. He's strong, and I think he's got everything it takes. Hey, Jay, Phil was a guy a lot of people were looking at heading into this tournament. I don't know if you read this yesterday, but I was so intrigued by him being distracted by the spectators who wouldn't turn their cell phone cameras off because we love having so many people back at sporting events, having so many people back in the galleries. It really adds something. But these golfers also really haven't had to deal with that for so long. So I I wonder how golf is going to approach that because it does seem to be distracting a lot of players. It's yes, Michelle. I thought the same thing, though. I mean, most of the players that I've talked to have have sorely missed the energy and the uh, just you know what the the crowds bring to the atmosphere. And for Phil to say that, I, I I don't know where that one came from. I think the majority of the players love playing in front of people, and I, I think they welcome them all back. I, it was just a weird round. Phil hit it in the rough a lot and made a lot of bogeys yesterday. You know, I um, was looking, Jay, at uh, Bryson DeChambeau, and he actually went behind, I think it was Kepka yesterday mm-hmm. in an interview again. And I'm starting to think that this is, I don't know if staged is the right word, but I wonder <laughs> if these guys, because of the $40 million that is available in that pool of money when you become popular on social media and commercials and television, all those different things that, you know what, these guys may not really like each other, but they're taking it to another level because at the end of the day, it might be a payday. What do you think? Is my conspiracy theory right? Uh, I, well, I'm with you, buddy. I'm okay. uh, on the conspiracy uh, theory with you because it just, I, it just doesn't make, I don't know, it, it seems a little bit contrived to me to, to kind of keep it going. I think the guys seem to be having a, a relative amount of fun with it. It doesn't seem to be getting too over-the-top stupid. I thought at the PGA Championship, I thought Brooks was a little bit over-the-top with some of the, I don't know if you guys saw the interview that wasn't supposed to make it on, but it made it mm-hmm. on everywhere. Uh, there were a few, you know, F-bombs or a few things dropped that shouldn't have been dropped, and Brooks is in his typical fashion, said he doesn't care. And, um, but again, Danny, I, I'm, I, I just love the game. I love to see them just play better. And Brooks is right. I mean, Brooks is right there. And, and Bryson just such an odd take on everything. It's he's, he's must watch for me. You know, I watched him play. It doesn't even look like he's, he cares whether he hits it in the fairway at a U.S. Open, which is, completely off the charts up until, you know, he wins at Wingfoot. No one's ever thought that way before. Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN. AJ, if you were playing with Xander Shoffley and he was laying on his stomach to read every putt, how would you feel about that? 
<laughs> I'd be like, man, get up. Get up. <laughs> Bad luck. What are you doing? I, you know, when I was still playing, when I don't know if you guys ever saw Jake, the, the young man from Columbia, mm-hmm. do what he called the spider. You got to Google that. This guy, first of all, I, Michelle, maybe you would have a shot at this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Danny and Randy, and certainly I have zero opportunity of doing this, but this guy would get down with like his, his front hand would almost be in like a four point stance for a football player, but everything else would be about three inches off the ground with like just the tip of his shoe holding him up. And he'd be reading putts and I'm like, I'm thinking traction. I mean, I think I could blow a hammy or something and never get up. And I, I don't know. I don't know where Xander uh, is coming from. <laughs> I have no clue. So wait a minute, Jay. You're saying that? What, what are you saying about Randy and I? You said that we couldn't do that. I should I... just throw myself under the bus, but I don't think you could do that. I love you guys, but I don't think you have a chance. Pull that up on on. Uh, uh, look at this little pose that this guy got in, and I mean, it just looks like a torn muscle. Who booked this guest? Let's get him <laughs> off. There's I'm a, telling I, you. I, I agree with you, Jay. I So I would get down He's like 100% that. He's 100% right, by the way. Yeah. We couldn't do that. <laughs> so the, the, the next group would show up, and they'd say, why is this guy laying on the green? Because I, I know 911, Randy. Call 911. You know you can have my club. Forget the rest of the round. I need to. I need to recover. That was like uh, who was it? Uh, Vegas or whatever it was. The guy we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Or is that the same yeah. guy you guys yeah, are talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, he's back. Danny, he he won the World Golf Championship at Del Reeve, at Del Reeve right? right. In, in 2009, and he is making a, a comeback. He said a lot of really strange things. He had a young daughter. Uh, and tragically pass away, and uh, he's he's making a comeback, and he's a, a colorful guy. I, I, I'd love to see him make it all the way back. I thought you were talking about another guy, because I no. didn't even know that he was even back. <laughs> he's playing on the Corn Ferry Tour now. Oh, okay. Nice. Jay, I wanted to ask you about Green Book. So Rory, McEl- Mor- Rory McElroy, excuse me, came out and said he wants them to be outlawed from tour events, and the 16-member council voted two weeks ago to ban the books. Can you explain to people why golfers would want Green Books outlawed? Oh, my gosh, you guys. Michelle, have you guys ever seen a Green Book? I have okay. not. No. Oh, my gosh. So here's what it is. It is first of all, it's 150 bucks to buy each week. And it is the green complex laid out in percentages of uh, grade of slope. It looks like the craziest um, uh, physics thing you've ever seen in your life. And I, I, I'm not even going to, I won't throw my buddies under the bus, Michelle. I'm sure you're great at physics. I wasn't. Was not, I didn't was like not. it too much. And, but, but you guys, I'm standing there when I was doing the TV for Fox and looking at these green books, prepping for a course like Chambers Bay, which is like playing golf on the moon. It's just ridiculous. The crazy slopes. And I'm like, so I'm standing there and I'm, I played golf for a long time. And this says that this slope is about four and a half percent running from my right to left. And I don't know what that translates into, but how, you know, how much break I have to play, but I know how to play it. If that makes any sense, I I can play it, but I look at you know, four and a half, five and a half, two and a half. It doesn't it doesn't register to me. But you guys, what it's done is it slowed play up like you wouldn't believe. Now the caddies are coming out in the practice round with levels, and 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 you know with a little bubble inside of a an air bubble inside of a pocket and 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 calibrating all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh! I, I, I mean, it just blinks right to left. Let's get it in the hole. You know, it's it's it, it it is just. I'm really glad they're outlawing them. You guys, they're so 
you can get so tedious. A guy like Bryson DeChambeau could get lost on every single page. And I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised that a guy like Dustin Johnson uses it so much. But he, he claims that it really helps him because and, and he, he seems so much more like a, less like a scientific guy and more like a field player to me. Uh, finally, Jay, what do you think of Torrey Pines? Oh, Randy, it is a beast. It is. We played college golf there. I actually won a college tournament there, and I think I shot three under or four under for two rounds. But it wasn't one-third of the golf course that this thing is now. It, uh, uh, Reese Jones went in and just made it so hard. All the tees are pushed way back. It's a par 71 instead of a par 72, and the fairways are narrow as hell. The thing about that San Diego, and, and I know you guys have been there quite a bit, but you know that marine layer can come in. And in June, if you get inland in California, it's extremely warm. But if you stay on the coast, it doesn't necessarily have to get that warm. And yesterday when the conditions, you know, they got an hour and a half of fog delay. That's ideal if you're a golfer. When there's fog, you know that when the fog eventually lifts, you're not going to get any wind and the conditions are going to be great. And so that's why the scores are low. And, guys, if we ever do this again and pick a player for a major championship, and I don't include Louis Oosthuizen, kick me. Because every time I try to remember Louis Ustazen, and I never do, and he's up on the front page of the leaderboard every single time. It's amazing. And I was looking at that this morning, and I'm, I'm with you. In fact, we're going to have a draft here in about a half hour, and he is on my list. So I'm, I'm thinking of him. Uh, oh, Jay, my gosh, that rhythm is so good. I love watching him swing. Jay, you're a great dad. And if you want to give a shout-out to your daughters here as we approach Father's Day on Sunday, feel free to do so. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I never thought I could love anything as much as these four crazy daughters of mine. I just love them to death, and I'm so lucky and blessed to have them. Well, we appreciate you every week, and we'll be tuned in on Sunday morning on Father's Day. Who do you got coming up? Uh, We've got uh, Dan Hicks, who you'll be listening to all week long. Dan Hicks uh, jumped on, and we had some interesting conversations. I loved his call uh, in the 2008 Olympics when – Oh, my gosh, I'm forgetting the name, but when the they were doing the 100 uh, relay in the Olympics and Michael Phelps needed someone to you know pull a rabbit out of their hat for him to get eight straight goals, and they, they just barely nicked. Was the it Lochte? Team. Was it Ryan Lochte? They got the, I don't the, know if it was Lochte or Liesel or something like that, but it was – I'm sorry, I'm old. <laughs> no problem. Remember, but it's on the show. <laughs> so we'll be tuned in. Jay, have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. See you later. Our friend Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.